Welcome to Time of, of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made for us to rejoice and to be glad in this day. We thank God for our last night lying down and our early rising. We thank God that we were clothed when we woke up this morning and in our right minds. I mean, I just can't imagine how many people woke up today and they were, you know, uh, distressed depressed, not sure where they were, you know, but we were awakened, we, we were able to recognize our surroundings, we, we knew where we were, we knew who we are, who we are, know who we are in Christ. But many woke up this morning with confusion in their minds. So that alone is worth giving God praise and thanksgiving for that we were awakened clothed and in our right minds we do not take it for granted oh we do not take it for granted and I thank God that we can decree and declare every day that we have the mind of Christ the mind that was in Christ Jesus is the mind that's in us oh we have to declare and decree we have what we say and, and we're just going to speak positive things and declare, you know, positive things over our lives. I'm going to, uh, before I go into uh, reading any of my scriptures for today, I will be reading Psalm 73, but I would like to share a few announcements uh, for, for certain events that are coming up uh, for our church. On the 16th of this month, we have an event coming up, and it's called uh, Coming Together for Such a Time as This. In other, other, in other words, we are coming together, going to unite and teach how we can navigate through this world system, through the cultural changes, and through all the things that are transpiring and how they're trying to downplay the word of God. We want to come together, coming together for such a time as this, learning how to unite and come together. That event is going to be on uh, the 16th of September, and the time is from 2 to 6 p.m. We're going to have a beautiful dinner. It's going to be fun, games. Laughter, the Word of God, and things we're going to learn about our health and things of that nature. So keep that date in mind. And um, you can check out email address. And the church email address is www.rcfchurch.org. And go to Facebook, and it should be on 
our website and you can contact the event team if you're interested in uh, attending that event. There's a $35 donation and we will be very delighted to have you there. Also on the 22nd, which is a Friday evening at 7 p.m., we'll be having our evangelistic, our quarterly evangelistic service. So keep that date in mind as well. If you know anyone that's sick, anyone that's unsaved, you know, bring them out. We are believing God for deliverances, healing, uh, for people to receive salvation as well as healing for their bodies. So keep that date in mind as well. Our fourth quarterly evangelistic service. So at this time, I'm going to start reading Psalm 73. Uh, on last week, as I was praying, the Lord had dropped Psalm 73 in my spirit. And I was thinking about how David was overwhelmed by the success of the wicked. And it worried him. And he was so concerned about how they seemed those that loved God were struggling, were going through hard times, but yet the wicked were prospering in their ways. But until he went into the sanctuary and he realized the end result to those that are wicked compared to the end results of the righteous was when he began to, you know, gain hope in God, knowing that, you know, he was in the right place Things that are happening to him. You know, God was permitting it, but his end result was going to be victory. So I'm going to be reading Psalms uh, 73. And it says, I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. It says, Truly, God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping, and I was almost gone, for I envied the proud. When I saw them prosper despite their wickedness, they seemed to live with painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. They don't have troubles like other people. They are not plagued with problems like everyone else. They wear pride like a jewel necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. These fat cats have everything their hearts could ever wish for. They scoff and speak only evil. In their pride, they seek to crush others. They boast against the very heavens and their words strut, strut or strut throughout the earth. And so the people are dismayed and confused, drinking in all their words. What does God know, they ask? Does the Most High even know what's happening? Look at these wicked people, enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? Did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I get nothing but trouble all day long. Every morning, 
brings me pain. If I had really spoken this way to others, I could have been a traitor to your people. So I tried to understand why the wicked prosper, but what a difficult task it is. Then I went into your sanctuary, O oh God, and I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. Truly, you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over the cliff to destruction. In an instant, they are destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. When you arise, O Lord, you will laugh at their silly ideas as a person laughs at dreams in the morning. Then I realized that my heart was bitter and I was all torn up inside. I was so foolish and ignorant. I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you. Yet, I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Those who desert him will perish, for you destroy those who abandon you. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter, and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. Wow, what a powerful psalm that is. And there are two main themes the commentator alludes to. There are two strong themes uh, when their ways through these verses. The wicked prosper, leaving God at people wondering why they bother to be good. And number two, the wealth of the wicked looks so inviting that Faithful people may wish they could trade places with them. But these two themes come to unexpected ends. For the wealth of the wicked suddenly loses its power at death. And the rewards for the godless suddenly take on eternal value. What seemed like wealth is now waste. And what seemed worthless now lasts forever. Don't wish you could trade places with the unscrupulous and greedy people to get their earthly wealth. One day they will wish they could trade places with you and have your eternal wealth. Oh, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? But, but but David, after he went into the sanctuary, his eyes were open and he realized, 
he had the better and the upper hand. And you know, when you think about the scripture that says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And that is transpiring right now. The wealth of the wicked is being laid up for the just. So we don't have to fret ourselves, as, as David says in Psalms 37, fret not yourself because of evildoers, for they shall soon be cut down. So Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity to come before your throne of grace. We ask for forgiveness for anything we might have said or done that would hinder this prayer. God, we are praying for leaders of nations everywhere. We are praying for the body of Christ that you would unite us. God, we are asking, oh God, that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. God, we are coming against, oh God, the sick, that those that are battling uh, drug addiction, alcoholism, God. We are praying for the homeless, God. We are praying for the sinner, God, that you will change hearts, minds, and desires. Lord, those stony hearts, that you will be able to give them uh, fleshly hearts in place of stony hearts that are hard and cold against the things of God. God, we are praying for our leaders. And we're praying for our president. We're praying for our assistant pastor, Pastor Kenneth Jones, and our local assembly restoration. God, we are praying, oh God, for our upcoming events that you will be glorified in all that we do. We are praying for first responders. We are yet praying, oh God, but and coming against the spirit of suicide. People shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We're praying for the one that's hidden behind the door because they've been violated, victims of day and night. We are praying that robbers and rapers and murderers and uh, carjackers and will be apprehended, God. Oh, God, expose and uncover the enemy. God, we are praying for our, praying for our local governors and mayors, oh, God. We're praying for the sick continually. Praying for bereaved families, God. Comfort, oh, God, this day. And Lord, we'll just be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory. Bless the hearers on tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We are yet doing a teaching from We Are the Light of the World. And our scripture text was coming from Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16 that I will read for you. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a an hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father, which is 
in heaven. We are the light of the world. We're going to not make our light shine, but we're going to let our light shine. It says, let your light shine in everything because you are the light. Being a light is the work of God conforming you into the image of Christ. You can't try to be the light. It's either you are light or you are not light. You can try to be Christian. It's either you are Christian or you're not Christian. Matthew 5, 14 and 16, what I just read, says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And I, I just feel impressed to share, you know, doing good doesn't save you. Accepting Jesus as your personal Savior, the finished work on the cross, his death, his burial, and his resurrection is what we have to believe and accept to be saved. Because God says our goodness or as filthy rags. Now, because we are saved, now we want to do good things that will glorify our Father. And also, it would influence others that are watching us, that it would draw them into the kingdom. First Peter 2 and 9 says, But you are a chosen race. Hallelujah. A royal priesthood a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Oh, the light is reflecting through him and out of him. And all the things now are, of, are about God. Hallelujah. So we thank God that we are a chosen, a nation, a chosen race, a royal priesthood. What That we should show forth and proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He chose us. We did not choose him. Even before the foundation of the world, he chose us. As one scripture says uh, uh, in First John, not that we loved him, but because he loved us. Yeah, even before the foundation of the, of the world. Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 and 16 through 16 says, do everything without complaining and arguing. That no one can criticize you. Live clean 
innocent lives as children of God. Shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life. Then on the day of Christ's return, I would be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. Saints, we have to learn to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our labor is not in vain. You don't have to make your light to shine, but all you have to do is let it shine. When you are loving your enemies, when you are praying for your enemies, when you are being kind to the ones that abuse you and persecute you, oh, you're letting your light shine. Absolutely. Because you're not, you know, rendering evil for evil. God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And then the scripture also tells us, as much as lieth within you, to live peaceably with all men. I tell you, when you have the light in the, uh, in you, shining through you, and evil is all around you, and people are being just contrary and coming against you, you can be still and know who you are in Christ Jesus. I, I just heard a testimony uh, uh, on a prayer line uh, just this morning how a person was attacked you know simply because they were praying before another person uh, arrived in their presence but they were attacked but it wasn't about <laughs> about the person at all it was about the fact that the person had prayed prior to them coming there and, and, and to know that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against rulers of darkness, powers of darkness, rulers of, rulers of uh, darkness in high places. You know, so a lot of times people will come against us, but you have to realize it's, it's not them. It's the spirit that's working through them. You know, that's why it's so important as believers, when, and when uh, Chronicle says, you know, if my people, which are called by my name, because not only do the unsaved, you know, respond sometimes, you know, wickedly, believers do as well. Because he was talking to believers when he was talking to his people. When he says, if my people, you know, will, will, will uh, turn from their wicked ways, you know, and, 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 and repent, he says, then I will come, heal your land, you know, so uh, there's wickedness and sometimes the people will use Christians and sometimes Christians are being used against one another, maybe sometimes unaware, but we have to be conscious of the fact that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. So we just thank God that we want to hold firmly to the word of life. Then on the day of Christ's return, says, I will be proud that I did not run this race in vain and that my work was not useless. Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 through 10. 
It says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then we have First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5. And it says, For you are all children of light. Children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father and my Father which is in heaven because we are not of the night or of the darkness for we are children of light. So at this time if you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Savior and you're yet walking in darkness. I would like to give you this opportunity that you can come from out of darkness to be uh, a trans uh, uh, form from, from darkness into the kingdom of light by praying this prayer with me. Repeat after me, Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Savior, and my friend. And to the backslider, all you have to do is confess your sins that you have fallen short miss the mark ask God to you know to restore to you the joy of his salvation and all you need to do is come home Abba Father is waiting for you every soul that repents on this earth the angels rejoice in heaven and throws a party on your behalf so what a day what what a day this day to start a new journey as a Christian. So if you prayed that prayer, let someone know, let a friend know, let your parents know what you've done. And those that we prayed the prayer of dedication and asked the Lord to restore unto you the joy of your salvation, let someone know. The Bible says if you are ashamed to own him, in this wicked and adulterous generation, 
he will be ashamed to own you before his father which is in heaven so be glad for this day that you are now a new creature in Christ so whatever you do always remember to tell someone about Jesus